0: Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and it is time for Sunday Morning Alive right here on our website. Once again, we thank you for joining us today as we once again gather around the Word of God. There's nothing more important in our life as Christians as to receive the light of 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 Scripture that enlightens us uh, to to teach us and tell us uh, what God's will is, what God's purpose is, what God's plans are for our life, what 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 we need today in this ever darkening age and ever darkening world. Amen. Is the Word of God to shine unto us, Hallelujah, and become a lamp? unto our feet and a light unto our pathway, as David said that it would be. Amen. Thy word, O oh Lord, is a light, and a lamp. So we want to have the light and the lamp that we might walk in that path of righteousness, in that path where there is safety today in a world that is so very dangerous, not just physically, but but dangerous to us in the spiritual sense. Amen. Listen, I want to talk to you today about a very important subject, that I believe will help us overcome the flesh. And if we overcome the flesh, we can overcome the world that appeals to the flesh, the world system, and thereby overcome the devil himself. The world, the flesh, and the devil can be and must be overcome (laughs) that we might walk in freedom and victory today. Hallelujah. So we want to talk to you today on the subject, the believer's undeniable union with Christ. The believer's undeniable union with Christ. Now this is about everybody. This is not a Pentecostal thing, a charismatic thing, a Baptist thing, Methodist thing, Episcopal thing. This is a Christian thing. If you are saved today, you are united with Christ. Jesus Christ spiritually. I want, to, I want to say this on the set. From the moment we are saved, we are so united with Jesus that we are always with Him because we are baptized into Him by the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Amen. You know, the focus has been uh, and should be Christ with us. What a comfort it is when Jesus said, Lo, I am with you always. Amen. Even to the end of the age. What a comfort it is when Jesus says, I will never leave you. And it's in the emphatic in the Greek. I will never, no, never. Uh, A mathematician said it would be like being to the fifth power. In other words, I will never, no, never, 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 never. Evidently, he wanted to get that across to us when we feel like that maybe heaven is brass and God is distance. and, And where is Jesus in this situation? when we are so emotionally charged up because of a circumstance. Friend of mine, his promise is true. I will never leave you, no never, and never forsake you. Praise God. Amen. He keeps that promise in a way that we may not initially get fully and understand. He, it's not just he's beside us. We are in him. <laughs> and he is in us christ in you the hope of glory well let's talk about our union with jesus today from the moment we're saved we are so united with jesus <laughs> that we were always with him because we were baptized into him by the spirit 1st corinthians 12:13 let's read together For by one spirit, now this is we all, come on, you gotta drop, you gotta drop your denominational, uh, and, uh, preferences today. If you are truly a Christian, if you are born from above, if you're born again, If you have been convicted by the Holy Spirit, convinced that you were a sinner, and at the same time convinced you need a Savior, and you came to Christ repenting of your sin, receiving Him as your Savior, before you were baptized in water, you were baptized by the Holy Spirit into Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen, whether we are all baptized into one body, Amen. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, can I go on to say whether we, if you're truly a Christian, be Baptist or Methodist or Episcopal or or whoever? Amen. If you're a Christian, we are one body. We are literally the body of the Lord Jesus Christ spiritually. Romans 5.30, I like this. It tells just how, how that, how close we are in our union with Him. And you might want to, you might want to strap in this. You, you, you might want, if we were in a plane, I'd say, you know, there's some turbulence ahead. This, this is, this is earth-shaking truth. It is spiritual earthquake, amen, coming. Are you ready for Romans 5.30? For we are members of of His body, of His flesh, and of His bones. Undeniable union with Christ. Of course He's with us, because we are in Him. So wherever He is, we are, spiritually. Amen. Galatians 3, 27. Listen. For as many as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ, Amen, listen to what our instructions are because of this great truth in Romans twelve twelve through thirteen. It says, "The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly. As in the day, not in rioting or drunkenness, not in chambering or wantonness, not in strife and, and and not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfil the lust thereof. Now we were just told in a previous verse to cast off the work of darkness and put on the armor of light. What is the armor of light? It is putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, when we put on Christ, we take on the character of Jesus. We put on God's armor, the armor of light. Because in God, in Him, amen, there is light and there is no darkness at all. Praise God. We take the whole armor of God when we put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Our loins are girt about with truth, and Jesus is the truth, the scriptures declare. The helmet of salvation, Jesus alone, is our Savior. There is salvation, neither is there salvation in any other The scripture says. The breastplate of righteousness. It's Christ. When Christ our righteousness appears. Our righteousness is Jesus. He has taken our guilt. And he has given us his innocence. There has been a transaction at the cross. When we received Jesus as Savior. He took our sin stained robes. And wore them to the cross. And took our place took our punishment and gave us his sinless robe that we might be declared righteousness and righteous through faith. Hallelujah. The sword of the Spirit, the word of God, his word, Jesus is the word made flesh and his word is truth. Hallelujah. Out of his mouth in the book of Revelation, there is a sword Coming forth and thereby the victory. He is the word made flesh, the living, breathing word of God. Hallelujah. And above all, taking the shield of faith, Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. When we put on the armor of light, we put on the Lord Jesus Christ. When we put on the Lord Jesus Christ, we put on the whole armor of light of God. Hallelujah. I like Romans 3, Romans 6 rather, 3 and 4. It says, Know ye not so many of us that were baptized into Jesus, and how many of us is that? Every true child of God. Amen. So many of us that were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into His death. Verse 4 says, Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. Glory be to God. Amen. Listen, friend, our old Adamic nature has been mortally wounded. And anything that's dead should be what? It should be buried. (laughs) I like Romans 6.11. Once we get that, Romans 6.11 said, Therefore reckon yourself to be dead unto sin, but alive unto God. And then the next verse in Romans 6.12 says that we are not to let sin reign in our mortal body, To fulfill the lust thereof. And that word reckon yourself to be dead to sin, amen, is a, it's a mathematic term actually. It means to count yourself as dead. That you don't owe. We're not debtors to the flesh anymore. We were used to giving in to every desire, every sinful desire of the flesh. But now that we have been so identified with Christ, we have been buried with Him, the old man is dead with Him, died with Him, <laughs> and now we're a new man. Not not the old man made over, made better, but a new creation. <laughs> if any man be in Christ, he's not the old man made better. He's a new creature, a new creation. Fulfilling the scripture uh, of the of the new covenant that we're enjoying right now, that was prophesied uh, in the not predicted but prophesied in the old covenant, that I will take out the heart of stone and I'll replace it with a heart of flesh. Glory to God. Why do we reckon ourselves or to count ourselves dead to sin? Amen. Because we are buried with Him. Hallelujah. Amen. And recognizing that we are buried with Him will help us count the old self to be dead. And then we don't allow sin to reign any further in our life. Amen. Sin doesn't have the the predominant influence Jesus does. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. We've been buried with Him. And we have been raised with Him. Amen. And we have also been seated with Him in heavenly realms. You see the with Him. Every time you see with Him, you ought to highlight that in your heart. And highlight it with a highlighter if you want to. But when you see with Him, understand we're with Him because we were baptized into Him. And have become according to the scripture. This is this is earthquake this is tsunami this is a this is a mighty uh, this should shake us and shape us to be christians in a world that is trying to press us into its mold and to say my flesh I'm not a debtor to my flesh you can keep appealing to it I will feel the pull of it but it will not reign in me Praise God, Jesus is Lord of my life. I've been buried with Him. I've been raised with Him. In fact, the same power that raised Him is now operating in me. Praise God. And we have been seated with Him in heavenly realms. Ephesians 2, verse 5 and 6. It says, Even when we were dead in sins, hath He quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved. Even when we were dead in sins, hath he quickened or made alive us together with Christ, by grace are you saved. And hath raised us, there it is again, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places or realms in Christ Jesus. This sit-together right here means joint seating. It doesn't mean that we have become divine. (laughs) It means that we are in the vine. Amen. We are in Jesus Christ. And because we are in Christ, we are therefore can't help but be seated where he's seated. And where is he seated? Amen. Seated above all principality and power and dominion. That's how he gives us power and authority over all the power of the enemy. It's just not an authorization from Jesus. It is the fact that we are in him, and because we are in him, we are in all the victory that he has achieved in our behalf and all of the glory that he has gained. We are seated with him. Praise God. Joint seeding. I am the vine and you are the branches. Amen. We are in him. Branches are in him, you see. Praise God. We are accepted in the beloved. We are so honored, so highly honored. Amen. According to Ephesians 1, 6, we are accepted, which means to be highly favored, favored highly honored (laughs) by virtue of being in him we are accepted listen in the beloved by virtue of being in him that as he is the scripture goes on to say so are we in this world listen to it in first john 4 and verse 17 this this is this is the kind of relationship with him that His love for us and God's love for us has achieved. Listen, 1 John 4, verse 17. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. You know, there's a scripture in the Old Covenant that said the the, the, the wicked flee when no man pursueth. They're just filled with fear and anxiety. But the righteous are bold as a lion glory to god the wicked flee when no man pursueth they 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 Fearful, uh, And many of the fears that are gripping them are unfounded, but they're fearful anyway. But the righteous, you see, this is the contrast between the wicked. Listen, the Bible said of the wicked, they can't find peace. They can't buy peace. They can't drink enough. They can't shoot up enough drugs. They can't have enough illicit uh, sexual encounters to find peace. The wicked are like the troubled sea whose waters cast up mire and dirt, there is no peace, saith my God, unto the wicked. But the righteous people that are right with God have the peace with God, and therefore they have the peace of God reigning in their heart and life. And there again, our feet shod, with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Who is that mediator? Jesus! "...is the armor of light. Jesus is our peace, the scripture said, <laughs> who had taken down that partition between Jews and Gentiles and made us one. For we have all, as Christians, Messianic Jews as well as, Christi- as Gentiles, we have all been baptized into one body." By the Holy Spirit. When we get saved. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to 1 John 4.17 again. It says. Herein is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Why? Because as he is. Not just because we are forgiven alone. That's enough. But there's more. Because as he is. So are we in this world praise god amen we have boldness in the day of judgment because we have been placed in a very safe place in fact a safe person the lord jesus christ and we are accepted in him Amen. That's how God can embrace us. That's how our name can be written down in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. That's that's why we are called the citizens of heaven while still living right here upon the earth. Praise God. Because we are in the Beloved, we are loved as the Beloved. Because we are in the Beloved, we are loved as the Beloved. How can that be? I've been reading this, preaching this, teaching this very scripture. I'm getting ready to read to you and this statement I've just made to you for many, many years. We're 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 about almost our ministry here in Tampa began in 1974. This is 48 years in counting now. Amen. That I've been preaching and teaching and I'm still chewing I, I, I'm still chewing on this. I, it's not that I reject it, or, or 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 I. It's just that it is so beyond my wildest dreams <laughs> that they, that is. I accept it by faith because I'm still trying to get my head around it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Listen, maybe maybe I want you to accept this by faith. There's a scripture in First John that says this: For we have known and believed the love that God has for us. The love that God has for us is such infinite, divine love that it is hard to believe. You have to use faith to accept it and embrace it. The Bible said, Fear hath torment, but perfect love. It's the kind of divine love that we are loved with, the agape love of God and of Christ. Amen. It's beyond anything this world can conceive. It's the love of God. It's what held Jesus to the cross. It wasn't the nails. It wasn't the, the authority of Rome or the, the power of Pilate to, to send him to the cross authorized by Rome to be a governor. It wasn't the soldiers that stood at the foot of the cross that were charged. Don't let anyone try to take him down. Keep him on that cross until he suffers and gasp his last breath. Oh, friend of mine, it wasn't those soldiers. It wasn't Caesar's Rome with all of its power. It wasn't Pilate and his authority. (laughs) It wasn't even the devil who probably thought that he brought him to that place. Amen. He was the Lamb of God. He laid himself down on that cross, and he stayed on that cross when he could have called the legions of angels, the armies of heaven, because he is the Lord of hosts. The the commander-in-chief of all of heaven's armies is the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. But thank God he stayed on it. And thank God he suffered on it. Thank God he died on it so that you and I could be saved, so that our sins could be forgiven and remitted and that we could be reconciled unto God and have boldness, therefore, in the day of judgment. I want to make this statement again. Because we are in the Beloved, we are loved as the Beloved. Now, if I didn't have a scripture for this, I'd be talking through my hat. And people say, I can't believe that God could love the best Christian as much as he loved his only begotten son because the best christian is not completely 100 percent sinless every christian sin shouldn't be reigning in us we should put off the works of darkness and knowing that we were in christ and he's in us should help us to do that but why would we be loved as his son because we are accepted in the Beloved. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well listen to this scripture. John 17 in verse 23. And Jesus is praying. For his, his disciples. Then and now. I in them. And thou in me. He's talking to the Father about the relationship. That he's praying would occur now. After the cross. In those that believe on him. I in them and Thou in me, that they be made perfect in one, that the world may know that Thou hast sent me, and hast loved them as Thou hast loved me. Praise God! Uh, have you got on your shouting shoes? Have, do you own a pair? Is there anything in the Word of God, Amen, that that knocks over your honey bucket, <laughs> Amen, that causes you want to jump up and say, Glory be to God, Hallelujah, Amen? There ought to be when it's received by faith. If you listen, I can't fully comprehend this, but the Scripture did say that we should be so rooted and grounded in love that we with all saints might be able to comprehend what is the length, the breadth, the depth, and the height. This is the dimensions of infinite love, of incredible love, of divine love, as great as God himself. Hallelujah. The length, the breadth, the depth, and the height, and to be filled With all the fullness of God, this is a person filling you. This is not just power coming into you. Power for service is the baptism in the Holy Ghost. Amen. But being baptized into Christ and having Christ live within us and having the Holy Spirit live in us and having the Father abide in us. Praise God. Friend of mine, this is the power of the gospel. This is what was accomplished at the cross. And this is the work of the Holy Spirit in our behalf. And this is the perfect love that cast out all fear. For we are loved in the Beloved, even as the Beloved is loved. We'll read it again. Because we got to chew on it a little bit, don't we? This is the prayer of Christ. This is the Lord's Prayer, actually. The other prayer called the Lord's Prayer, it's fine. But actually, they said, Lord, teach us to pray. It's a pattern prayer for us. But this is Jesus' prayer to the Father for His disciples then and now. I in them, John seventeen twenty-three, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one that the world may know that thou hast sent me. How's the world, how's that going to relate to the world? Amen. (laughs) By this shall all men know that you're my disciples, if you have love one to another. And that kind of love for God that brings devotion to Him is really, really reflected in how we love Him back, how we reciprocate. Our love back to Him. We love Him because He first loved us. And this is how He loved us. His death on the cross and His work in our behalf in intercession after the cross. Hallelujah. I in them, Thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that Thou hast sent me and hast loved them as Thou. Hath loved me. Fear hath torment. The scriptures declare in 1 John. Penal imprisonment. He that feareth is not perfected in love. Because perfect love. God's perfect love for us. Cast out all fear. And we begin to understand that in Ephesians 6. When it says we are accepted in the beloved. Why? Because we've been baptized into the beloved. How can he love us like his only begotten beloved son? Because we have been baptized into him and he receives us as he receives him. How is that, how is that possible with God? (laughs) Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible. And friend of mine, it's time. That Christians grow up, it's time that we wise up, and it's time that we rise up and begin to live as the absolute children of God. Hallelujah. As the absolute heirs of God and joint heirs with the Hallelujah. Now we are the sons of God. We are not divine, but we are in the vine. Can you give me an amen out there this morning? Praise God amen if i had known this i've I been serving the lord all of these decades preaching all of these decades but i can tell you right now if someone had taught me this truth from the word if someone hadn't been so afraid that i would use my liberty in christ as some kind of cloak for maliciousness or sin like some people do amen so we better we better not tell them who they are in christ they'll take for granted that they can sin with impunity no this 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 doesn't make me want to find a loophole for sin it it makes me want to not let sin reign in me because of my union with him and his union with me you know the bible said if we join ourselves to a harlot for instance and we are a christian if we make that kind of compromise We're joining Christ. We're inseparable from Him. Oh, dear friend, today, 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 let us come out and take our stand as a separated, separate people, a peculiar people of all the people of the earth because we are this beloved of God and this new covenant allows this relationship with Him that no religious institution, no denominational affiliation, no kind of baptism, no kind of religious activity could occur that could bring us into this kind of union, only the Holy Spirit. But thank God it is real, and thank God it exists, and thank God we can have boldness in the day of judgment if we keep our confidence in Him and what He's accomplished in our behalf, we do not have to flee the wrath to come and we don't have to fear the wrath to come. Hallelujah. Today, if you don't know Jesus, it's different. If you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior today, the Bible said you're without God and without hope in the world. Without God and without hope. You know why you're without hope? It's because when death comes, there is absolutely no peace, no promise of eternal life with God. There is, however, a promise of separation from Him, of banishment and punishment. Friend of mine, Come to Christ today. He loves you. He loves you. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. The Scripture goes on to say, If He loved us enough to give us His Son, how will He not also with Him freely give us all things? Today, if you will repent of your sin... Receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. Run to the cross. Don't run from it and run from Him. God will pardon your sin. He will remit your sin as if it never happened. Jesus will become the Lord of your life. And you can put on Jesus Christ. Amen. And sin will no longer dominate you. No longer reign. Those habits will be broken. That prison of darkness will be burst wide open. For whoever the sun sets free is free indeed. God will come to live within you. Christ will come to abide within you. The Holy Spirit will come to live within you. Come to Jesus. Live for God. Because Jesus is coming very soon. Amen.